My name is Bully and I'm back with another Bullish episode. If you like these daily episodes on everything XRP, you know what to do. Give me that thumbs up button, punch the subscribe, and ring that little bell. I am not a financial advisor and this is not financial advice. My name is Bully. Ladies and gentlemen, XRP is at a price of $1.39. And if you are new to the space, this is still a great entry point to buy XRP. If you don't have any XRP, I would encourage each and every one of you to research, research, research the use case of XRP because what XRP was built to do is to be the plumbing of the entire internet of value. And ladies and gentlemen, this is only possible due to the efforts of Ripple, the company. So I encourage each and every one of you to do your own research. I'm not telling you to buy XRP, but to do your own research because XRP really is in a prime position uh, to succeed. XRP has been positioned very well um, through Ripple, and I appreciate their efforts. Now, before we get into the biggest piece of news for today regarding the fact that Ripple might IPO, let's listen in to what Judy Shelton has to say about cryptocurrencies, specifically private cryptocurrencies. Now, Judy Shelton, if you don't know who she is, uh, she was Donald Trump's nominee uh, for the Federal Reserve um, seat, for a seat on the Federal Reserve uh, board. Um, she did not get approved. Um, her views were pretty, quote unquote, radical, to say the least. Um, I thought they were okay. Um, because she wanted the United States to return to some sort of a gold standard. And she has been on record stating that I like the idea of a gold standard. And she thinks that we should be using a gold standard in a very cryptocurrency way. These were her own words in the past. But let's listen into what she has to say about money, about cryptocurrency, and about the decentralization of monetary and financial power. Let's listen in. Hey, Judy, do you have a strong view about cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, given all the things you just said? I think that it is healthy to have competition in currency. I think that um, we're looking at a very interesting future competition. For me, it's, it's less interesting to talk about central bank digital currencies. I'm interested in the people who are more oriented toward the decentralization of monetary and financial power, who really want to return money to its basic function of being a reliable unit of account, a dependable store of value. I'm not suggesting that the cryptocurrencies have attained that because for the most part, when you want to buy something with them, you, you still have to translate them back into the local currency. And so their value seems to move. But I do appreciate the idea that you want a currency that means the same thing on both sides of a, of a supply and demand transaction between the producer and the consumer. And that is where price signals do their magic if they are accurate and they provide clear signals to all parties involved in the transaction. And so it's, it's very interesting to see how this will shape up between sovereign created currencies and privately created currencies. And you'll get back into the old arguments. It's useful to look at monetary history between Robert Mundell and Milton Friedman 
and looking at Frederick Hayek, who predicted decades ago that you would have private currencies that would compete and provide a better product than sovereign provided currencies. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, private currencies providing a better product than public currencies. You know, I wonder what currency out there is a better way to send value anywhere around the world in a matter of seconds. I wonder what currencies out there are available that fit that description. Well, ladies and gentlemen, XRP fits that description. And XRP is not the only one that fits that description. But XRP has a great utility. A great utility. And as far as what Ripple is doing, Ripple is positioning XRP through their partnerships. They are positioning XRP to shine bright in this space. Because eventually what's going to happen is that every bank worldwide will tap into this on-demand liquidity, which is basically a liquidity pool of XRP that banks could tap into so that they can make cross-border transactions faster and cheaper. This is the reality of the world that we are headed into. Now, let's move on to some news in the XRP community. According to this article from U.Today, XRPL Labs head joins Ripple Chief Technology Officer in voting for XRP Ledger Reserves reduction. So, if you don't know what this means, let me explain. So, to start an XRP wallet, you need to have a total of 20 XRP in reserve. That's just the cost of creating a wallet. What Ripple's chief technology officer, alongside the XRP Ledger Foundation's head, Weetzy Wind, what they want to do is they want to reduce the barrier to entry for everyone worldwide. This is very, very important because as the price of XRP increases, it's going to take more money to start an account. That wouldn't be fair for people everywhere around the world. So in order to reduce that barrier, to reduce that burden of cost, we need to slash that reserve requirement. And I'm glad that they are talking about it right now. Now, let's get into the biggest piece of news. Because according to Invez.com, SBI's CEO claims Ripple intends to go public after the SEC lawsuit. So SBI is the name of a bank located in Japan. And SBI is the largest investor in Ripple, the company. And their CEO, Yoshitaka Kitao, has stated that Ripple will go public after the lawsuit. What does this mean for us as XRP holders? Well, it doesn't mean anything really for our investment, but it does mean that regulatory clarity could be near. It could be near. This is all speculation, but it could be close. Why would the CEO of SBI Talk about the fact that Ripple may go public at this moment in time. 
Why? Is a settlement on the horizon between Ripple and the SEC? And when I talk about settlement, I'm talking about the ongoing lawsuit that's going on between Ripple and the SEC. And if you don't know anything about the lawsuit, I encourage you to message me on Twitter because it's too long to talk about for this episode today. But is a settlement on the horizon? I think it may be. Let me know what you think down in the comments. Now let's move on to what's going on in the cryptocurrency space as a whole. Because in communist China, what they're doing is that they are probing cryptocurrency mining in China. So what is the Chinese government doing? Well, according to Reuters.com, the Chinese capital city of Beijing is conducting a check on data centers involved in cryptocurrency mining to better understand their impact on energy consumption, according to sources and a document seen by Reuters. So they're investigating how much energy is actually being used by Bitcoin miners in China. Why would they be doing this? Well, if you haven't heard what people like Christine Lagarde and Chris Larson has been stating. The world is moving towards a green future, towards a more sustainable future. And China is definitely making strides in reducing their carbon footprint. Mind you, most of the hash power comes from China. Most of the hash power of Bitcoin comes from China. Most contributions on the Bitcoin network comes from China. Mining is centralized in China. And if China is probing cryptocurrency miners in China, I could bet you that they already smell something fishy is going on. Either that or they don't like the amount of energy that is being consumed. So what do you think is going to happen? Well, I think that what's going to happen is that the Chinese government will essentially tell these cryptocurrency miners to find more efficient ways to mine cryptocurrency. More efficient ways. So people, miners in China, will essentially have to change their entire businesses. That will directly affect the Bitcoin network. Not to mention that China has already released their digital renminbi and they do not like any other cryptocurrencies at all. At all. And as Chris Larson has stated time and time again, he stated that Gary Gensler, the new chair of the SEC, will focus on green cryptocurrencies. That's according to this article from U.Today. It reads that the co-founder of Ripple hopes that the Securities and Exchange Commission's climate change agenda could be a positive development for his company. He recently told Bloomberg that the agency will start prioritizing green crypto on Gary Gensler's watch. And I quote, Commissioner Gensler is very knowledgeable about the space. And again, I think part of this administration will be a lot more climate focused. So kind of focusing on green crypto, if you will. 
CEO Brad Garlinghouse mentioned that XRP is 100,000 times more energy efficient than Bitcoin, the largest cryptocurrency that is mined by power-hungry machines during his CNN interview earlier this month. Brad Garlinghouse has stated that one Bitcoin transaction is, e is equivalent to about 75 gallons of gasoline being burned. Ladies and gentlemen, the future is here and the future is XRP. Now, with all this being said, thank you so much for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with more news on everything bullish in the XRP and cryptocurrency community. Until next time, thanks for tuning in. My name is Bully, signing out. Out.